Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Surviving Empathy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bright Comedy, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking all about how to heal a wounded heart. We're going to talk about all about what heals our heart and what wounds our heart, and then we'll talk about how to strike a catharsis in life. How do you take all these emotions and turn into the genuine version of yourself that can endure? This is part two of a two-parter, and let's begin. It's unfortunate. Well, that's what I mean. I don't want this episode to come off harsh or mean or anything. It's just we're in a mood, and uh, the sun's shining, and it's Oregon, and we're getting sick of winter, and... uh, like I said, these emotions, they have to come out some point, and so why not come out on a show, air out our grievances where others can relate and learn from, from this. And so at the end of this list, we will go into things that will heal your heart, and then we'll talk about catharsis, ways in which we can daily, routinely fix our, our, our tarnished soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, I think what it boils down to is is we grow impatient of progress and we get tired of our country um, being sabotaged by the meanest and the cruelest and the dumbest amongst us. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, we cry for progress. We cry for change. We cry for improvements. And we, we, we're, we're almost there. We, people are getting smarter. They're getting more active. And so we are becoming a better country. Um, but uh, every time you put these conservatives in charge, they roll shit back. It's like, good grief, you guys. Wake yeah. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it's nothing against my conservative friends. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think every form of conservatism is necessarily bad or wrong or evil. Um, but uh, when you lay in bed with porcupines, you tend to get, you know, you get, you know, stabbed <laughs> yeah and that's the problem is that they lay in bed with these porcupines and then they become a part of the problem and they can't they don't seem to have enough power to try to make their movement something more sustainable something more uh, useful at the end of the day we want to create better outcomes in our society we don't do that just by harping on liberals in the social media or, mm-hmm. or the the social issues yeah you know yep the next one I have is xenophobia. People don't see more and more. See, people see. Hold on a second. Shit. So I have number five, things that wound the soul. Xenophobia. Um, the fear of differences. The fear of different types of people. Uh, uh, people uh, seem uh, less interested in prioritizing their own lives and betterment and uh, seem to want to just perpetually hurt and hinder progress uh, because those people over there are wrong. Those people. And that's the problem yeah. I have with Fox News is that they look at liberals. You, I, I see it all the time. Liberalism is a mental defect. Well, so is conservatism, if you think on it long enough. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, how is that useful? How is that helpful? And what they're doing is they're perpetuating what? Xenophobia. Hatred of others. Hatred of the other. And yeah. who is the other in this case? progressives and liberals who else is it black and brown people who else is it people from china people from those as trump would say those shithole countries at the end of the day this is not useful stuff and at the end of the day i hate xenophobia you want to speak on that no it's just 
people just see the physical differences in people and it just i don't understand how that it, it's just a learned behavior but just seeing someone of a different color just sparks hatred and anger in people well, i grew and up around all kinds of different kinds of yeah, people so did i and i just you know i didn't like all of them but I liked a lot of them as much as I liked white people. Oh, I don't like all people. I don't so like that's all just people. And I don't I like mean, all that's... white people. I don't like all brown people. But I, it's 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 a mixed bag. But at the end of the day, I don't dislike someone based on their religion or based on their politics or based on directly their ethnicity. The reason why we don't always like conservatives is not because they're conservative, but because they're regressive hateful assholes that's the reason yeah. and they're thwarting progress they're pulling back progress that's my big beef <laughs> yep absolutely not to pile on but the next one i have here fake riots. i call that mm-hmm. fake patriots fake riots. yeah uh people who pretend to be patriots but have no idea how that should look the put the country's interests they tend to put the country's interests last. They care too much about uh, having similar interests. Uh, they hate their opposite. They hate uh, the different political parties or socioeconomic differences. Uh, these people oftentimes become domestic terrorists, Trump supporters, and uh, hateful cowards. Now, at the end of the day, I don't think all Trump supporters are necessarily bad or hateful or racist. But, you know, they... Inherently, you are. Inherently, if you're you are, voting for that, I'm sorry. You're that voting you are. for hatred, and I'm sorry to say this, but Trump is not a useful person in our politics. He he. Every time he talks, not not only is it word salad and, and nonsense, but he's the biggest egomaniac. And he, four years, you had to fix things for the better, and the only thing you changed was our body politic for the worse. And you didn't help anybody but rich people. I, I don't understand how they think owning the libs is somehow useful. Talk talk about that. Yeah, that's the only thing that, that came of it. I mean, if they actually, you know, they'll say, oh, well, he lowered taxes. Well, if you actually looked at what happened, yeah, he did for the rich, yeah. not for you. It's just another case of just listening to what somebody's telling you and not actually paying attention to what they're doing well, and he just brought out the yeah. all the hate and the xenophobia and everything that was hiding under rocks and just brought it into the light right and so when i see especially veterans who become militia members or proud boys they should know fucking better but i can't stand i got nothing against people who want to fight against tyranny but their idea of what is tyrannical is nothing more than liberalism. They want to fight against. Yeah. They want to. They want a culture war. Their of, idea of tyranny is everybody not being forced to believe the way they believe. Right. Right. So, and that's the problem I have with Fox News. And I can't believe that they can still put the word news in there, because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are creating all these radicals and fakeriots. These are people who claim to be the biggest patriots amongst us, and yet go to the Capitol and smear feces on the Capitol wall, all while wanting to hang the vice president, all because of this lunatic Trump. And that's what I mean. How do you not see it? Any grown, mature, sensible adult would see that Trump is dumb, 
Trump is unhinged. And, and for somebody that, that, that is that wealthy, oh my God, if I was that wealthy, I would be the happiest man alive. Why would someone that wealthy be that unhappy? Unless he had some screws loose. What's going on with Trump? What is that? What <laughs> Who is that? knows? He's, he's just very he's, angry about he's everything. Vindictive. He's, he's egomaniacal. vindictive. Yeah, he he's egomaniacal. He's just he, he just loves pitting people against one another. Yeah, he does. And they lo- and they do it and they allow him to do it. Yeah. It's like, good grief, get over it. If if fucking Bernie Sanders was that way, we'd be like, Bernie, we love you, but shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> they like it under I they mean enjoy underneath it. it. Yeah, the red meat. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, I put here we're all Americans and we're all fighting against fascism and authoritarianism, or so I thought. Except we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. If if we've got Republicans now that are pro Putin, pro Russia, anti uh, Ukraine. Yeah. At the end of the day, this this political divide has become so extreme that they've lost their fucking minds. They've lost their fucking souls. And so at the end of the day, when you have now become so radicalized by your movement that you would uh, take sides with a fascist dictator over your fellow Americans, I, it's like... <sighs> How do you reason with these people? And that's what I mean is that every time you get into any kind of debate or conversation with a conservative, it's like playing chess with a fucking pigeon that's just going to invariably shit on the chessboard. These people are beyond reproach. And I don't know how to solve it. And and then as you see these uh, mass shootings happen, all we want is common sense solutions. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's the problem is that they're just as crazy as, 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 as the people who have the mental health problems. So how do you solve a problem if, if half of the country is just as crazy as those who are willing to do crazy things? I don't know. You know? That is, yeah. And I'm sorry, I didn't, this episode was not intended to become uh, anti-conservative because I'm not. I'm not anti-conservative. I'm anti-hate. I'm anti-xenophobia. And I'm tired, tired, tired of this country not learning to get along for the greater good. There used to be a time where Republicans and Democrats could pass meaningful bills to build back the middle class. And we can't do that so long as we have all these corporate oligarchs and all these um, right-wingers propping up the wealthy. What is that? What what is that? It's so weird. It is. And it's always been there, but are these are they intentionally stupid or are they just getting caught up into the cult of things? Well, a lot of that's what they do. They prey on the uneducated. I mean, mm-hmm. Trump actually said it before he ran that the uneducated mm-hmm. were the his people because he could convince them of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I want to keep this moving. I, I want to get through this, but um, the next thing I have is. Religious, moral, and ethical hypocrisy. Uh, I have here, superiority trips and hatred disguises religious goodness or self-righteousness. Self-righteous indignation. Religion makes people think they're better than others, closer to God, and think that curries special favor with God or Jesus. They wear their, it's like they wear this shield. Mm -hmm. They think their cross is somehow a shield to, you know, to, to act any way they want. It, it almost shields yeah. their bad behavior. That's absolutely how they take it because, oh, they're forgiven. So 
basically they can do whatever they want, ask for forgiveness, and they're good. Right. And it's a, and I have here, I'm wealthy, therefore I'm more important than you. I'm religious, therefore I can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. I have kids, therefore I'm more valuable of an employee than you. And I've had friends. I had a friend one time say, well, I deserve the, the raise over you. I said, why is that? I mean, you've, you've gotten three demerits already, and I've got none. I've been... Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, because I have kids. I go, what does your having kids yeah. have to do with the workplace? So we're supposed to start rewarding people because they have children now? Yeah. That is pr- separate of. Now, I got nothing against people having children, but no, it's not supposed to special reward. treatment. You're not going to get special yeah. treatment for it. Right. Yeah. Now I'm supposed to give you a raise because you have kids? Mm-hmm. I have bills too, dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> Anything else about that, hun? Nah. All right. Number seven, arrogance and superior attitudes. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm I'm not a hateful person. I use the word hate lightly. I dislike these things. I hate hate. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But arrogance and superior attitudes, know-it-allism, lacking in groundedness, alpha culture, celebrity culture, influencers. Stay humble. Oh, my God. Will you speak on that? That's about all you got to say. I mean, that's just, yeah, for some, whatever reason, there's so many people that just think they're better than you. Yeah. Because of money, because of status, because they believe a certain thing. It's just, it's ridiculous. I like some celebrities, even some good looking ones. There's nothing wrong inherently with being attractive. There's nothing wrong inherently with having money or wealth or celebrity. I've got nothing against a Chris Hemsworth. I've got nothing against a lot of these people. Um, But when it goes to their head and they start becoming like Elon Musk, they're running the entirety of Twitter like it's truth social now. And you can just bend the rules as you see Mm -hmm. fit. Well... My problem with it is the the lacking of fairness there. At the end of the day, you're a private corporation that's supposed to, you know, run their business equally. And so when they give unfair advantage to right-wingers because he agrees with their politics, it's like, whoa, wait a second. And so now what what I'm boiling what it all boils down to is what I mean is is that even all these business geniuses, all these people with all these degrees, all these very important people like presidents and senators and congressmen, at the end of the day, they're all a bunch of fucking children. (laughs) And I'm like, I got no no beef with you being a Christian, but if your Christianity is turning you into a weirdo or radical, uh, I think maybe you should, oh, I don't know, maybe start introspecting and and figure out why you're not being a christian Mm -hmm. (laughs) for real yeah you know and like i said i got nothing against christianity i used to be a christian for a long time but if it's turning into a dipshit i don't think you're learning what you need to be learning to be to grow to become a better person yeah so at the end of the day i got nothing against youtubers i got nothing against um people finding their popularity through social media or through uh, YouTube, great. Uh, there are good fine. influencers and there's bad but influencers. But it doesn't make them better than But it doesn't else. make you superior. That's right. And so at the end of the day, stay humble, you know. Uh, number eight, political ridiculousness. Liberalism is a mental disorder? Then what the fuck is Trumpism? The politics of owning each other. Ownership over getting things done. We're more 
uh, crazed and, and guided by hatred of the other side than we are by improving this country. Oh, yeah. And it seems mm-hmm. like Fox News is nothing more than a perpetual distraction from what's actually important, like better jobs, better bills, passing things that create a better standard of life for people. It's just a freaking propaganda machine. And it's just, it's even mm. more ridiculous now that you know behind the scenes that all of them are talking about how they no can't shit, stand right? Trump. They can't stand what he stands for, what yeah. he's doing. But then they'll go on. They'll do it anyway. On air and still do it. And it's just. Which means they have no conviction. No, they don't. And and, and the, the thing I hate most about all of that right wing echo chamber stuff is you know you're allowed you're entitled to your opinions that part is fine that's called free speech i'm all for it but the problem i have is that they lie to their own base and they eat this shit up and what does that prove to you it means that tucker carlson donald trump and all these people actually hate their base they think they're a bunch of dummies and they mistreat them and they're they're and they'd be right and it just sorry like, yeah and it just one that feels like they have no respect for their own constituents speak on that well they don't because they're making the money and that's all they care about yeah. they absolutely don't have any respect for well them. you would think because if this was the if you turn the pages if you turn flip this and it was liberals who found out that biden was you know like say you know say msnbc was talking trash about biden it would have some appreciable effect on the way we feel about those people. But and yet, the on thing. their side, it doesn't seem to because move the they needle don't, at all. they don't know it. They're not finding it out. Where the fuck are they well, going to find it out? some of them are finding out. Not a lot. Most of some. them aren't. Yeah. Where are they going to hear it? They don't listen to anything else. Social so. media, maybe, but... If they're caught in that bubble, but they're, unmoved they're not going to information. Well, yeah. and if they're in that bubble and all their social media is conservative stuff, they're not going to hear it. Right. They're, they have no idea. Right, right, right. So this is going on pretty long. Let me finish this. <laughs> we're, we're, get, we're almost there, but I want to start getting to the positive stuff. This is all the stuff that hurts our soul. It hurts. We want a better society, right? Um, uh, I, I've got here, liar, lying liars lying for their hateful, vengeful, spiteful agendas, pushing horribly regressive agendas. Now, that could be political. You could take that anywhere yeah. you want. But I just hate fucking liars. Liars are just corrosive, mm-hmm. right? Especially yeah. when they're in positions where, you know, they're look, being looked up to. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. anything on that? Not really. Okay. Liars suck. Liars suck. Exactly. (laughs) Number 10, coldness, apathy, violence, and aggression, and brutal, cold, indifference, and apathy. The tough guy, alpha culture, people who spread hate, lies, and perpetuate hate, chaos, and misinformation. Uh, At the end of the day, I mean, it sounds like the same thing, but uh, there's just a cold heartlessness about our pop culture today that really upsets me and that's why i you know i try to find my empath tribe on uh, instagram and facebook but god i i dare not go out to the public forums because there's just always someone quick with an insult yeah i think it's getting old it is and like you said the the indifference to people and the cruelty to people and like there was the incident at my work apparently a couple of weeks ago that somebody wrote about on Facebook that someone at self checkout told someone they shouldn't help 
those people when they helped someone buy a bag of carrots. And I'm oh, assuming it was people. a I'm assuming it was a homeless person. Right. And just the, the apathy and the the hate towards yeah. people is Well, and that's that's unconscionable. And these all these people, by the way, claiming to be Christians yeah. usually. Mm-hmm. It's like good grief. Anything else on that, baby? Not really. Okay, no. number 11, triviality and shallowness, especially when it rewards shallow behaviors, shallowness over substance. We reward celebrities and influencers over regular people. We perpetuate mm. wealth in, uh, in those who are already wealthy. We discourage those who are regular from attaining their dreams. At the end of the day, it feels like we've got this bias towards wealthy beautiful people and everybody mm-hmm. else is just chopped liver speak on yeah that. well it's always been that way it's just yeah but we were celebrity getting better and, and it's getting worse again well i don't know if it ever was getting better was. might not have been as obvious but there's always just been that celebrity culture celebrity mm. worship wealth worship and well and i got just, nothing against celebrities i like movies and no TVs, but why do the they guy, why but... do they deserve that much for what they do there's no reason for it i've talked about this before is that sometimes i get tired of being a podcaster for the simple fact is how how am i supposed to keep up with a bunch of wealthy celebrities yeah when maya balik or 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 elizabeth Banks starts a podcast they have a built-in audience of worshipers you might be putting out better work better substance than them and yet you don't get nearly the accolades and we got to stop we got to get out of the habit of doing that in our culture man yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah but shallowness you know that 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 extends into my dislike not my hate i don't hate it but i my dislike of tiktokers i don't mind kids doing their little rehearsing their dances and all that that's fine but it's all these girls they look in the mirror like they look in the camera like you want to be my boyfriend? No, you're an mm-hmm. insane person. Just this constant narcissism. I just, I got nothing against youth. I got nothing against people having fun. I got nothing against social media. Sometimes it can be a really cool thing, but sometimes it goes too far. As an older person, I just go, these people care so much about their looks that they're emotional weaklings. They're fragile. And then they want to blame all their problems and go, well, the reason why I didn't do all these things with my life is because this, this, and this. No, you did. You didn't do anything with your life because you have no ability to have priorities. You have no ability to have discipline in what you're doing. At the end of the day, I love a pretty face, but I like a pretty face that is attached to a law degree, not just some pretty face blinking and, you know, you know, I, I just want these beautiful, young, fresh faces to wake up. Join the fucking, join humanity. Quit being narcissists. But at the same time, that's what society rewards. So. Yeah. What do we do about that? What are they supposed to think about it? I don't know. Well, I just, I don't understand. Like, when people compliment me, I'm like, oh, thank you. But I don't get a big head about it and decide I'm going to start you know, putting out beautiful me pictures every day. (laughs) It's like, I just, I don't, you know, I'm all about substance over style. But, but yeah, I like style. I like looking good. I'm into fitness and all that. I think there's nothing wrong with looking good, feeling good. But at the end of the day, if your whole world is wrapped up in self-narcissism, I just, 
it feels like people are emotional weaklings. They're they're intellectual dummies. I, I just yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. Do you think this would have existed it had TikTok or Instagram popped up in the eighties? Do you think it would have been the same? Probably. Do you? Yeah. It's so it's just human nature. I think so. I okay, really I'm do. wondering. Yeah, because I'm I wondering if that's do. based on kids nowadays or if that's just something that would always be that maybe way. not as much but i think yeah. it still would have yeah been. and i'm not trying to shit on young people do you live your life have fun but i mean looks fade with time and if you haven't you know developed a personality by the time you're old and gray and wrinkled you're gonna have a very hard time transitioning to old age mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay um i got one more uh, apathy, political apathy, indifference to the suffering of others, lacking in charitable di- charitableness. We we just lack charity. We lack being charitable. Um, we think about ourselves. We never think about we as a per- as a community. If we all started helping one another out, I think we would all get there. But because we're such rugged individualists, we all fail. Yeah. You know Somewhat. what I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah. But also because things are made so difficult that it's hard to get outside of that and, well, and think about Well, imagine if we all stood people. up for what's right, politically, ethically. Uh, uh, you know, what, you know, I have here, um, uh, lacking in charitableness, we think over, we think over, hold on. I couldn't tell what the hell that I was saying there. I said, we think over me think we need we think again when it's just me 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 think we we're we're teaching people to be shallow trivial and you know frankly just not very nice nice people think about others nice people want to help nice people want to create best outcomes nice people are charitable and especially if you call yourself a christian or religious good grief i mean it doesn't take a you know it doesn't take a brainiac to see that if you call yourself a Christian, you should care about a sense of community. That's what it's all about. You think. And yet it's yeah. not as popular as it should be in our culture. No. What do you think that is? I don't know. I, it's just everything is, and I don't want to say everyone, but right. culture and people are just selfish. Yeah, And in some ways you have to be because you have to be able to take care of yourself and it's made so difficult these days. But but can't you be selfish while being selfless? That's what I yeah. do. Yeah, I take care of my needs, but I also make sure to, to have an attitude of helpfulness and kindness towards my fellow man because as angry and frustrated as I get, I still, I don't want these people to die. I want these people to heal. Yeah. I, when 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 Rush Limbaugh was alive, I didn't wish that he died. I wish that he would see the light. You know, people can change, but sometimes they don't. Yeah. You know? A lot of times I would do. love for Trump to wake up one day and say, Ah, oh, I see the error of my ways and fix himself and fix his crazy fan base. That would be wonderful. I don't want these people to get hurt. I want these people to, you know, evolve, get better. Yeah, <laughs> and if not, I wish they'd just disappear. Yeah, send them to <laughs> f- Hump Island. <laughs> they can go be animals on Animal Island. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Okay, so we've done all that. Let's get to 
the gist. What heals the soul, babe? I want to get to your list now. So we've talked all this stuff, and it's starting to feel like we're piling on to conservatives. I apologize. I don't think all conservatives are bad people. My best friend's a, a conservative. So don't, don't think that we're trying to hate. We're just, you know, this episode was all about things that wound our aching hearts, okay? And so now we want to get to the good stuff, the positive stuff. We want to talk about what uh, what heals the soul, baby. What's on your list? Let's get through this quickly. We only got a half hour. I only have three things, so oh, okay. it won't be hard. All uh, right. Animals heal oh, the yeah. soul. Yes, sir, Rebob. She, she is the most loving person, you guys. You know, people talk all day long about being good Christians and all this. My wife wakes up every day selfless. She thinks about the animals outside. She feeds the squirrels and the birds every single day. And I do too, but not as much as you. Like, you were just programmed. You were built to be a good soul, to be a good egg. And I value that. And I wish that, quote-unquote, religious folks could be that. You know, if you're... If you're supposed to be a good person you want to heal the world you don't want to taint it with toxicity yeah, yeah. all right yeah what's your next one hon um hobbies can heal yeah like what it's just things that you like doing things that in, that you enjoy tell the bring folks you what joy. you enjoy well reading and cross stitch basically yeah it's collecting squishmallows <laughs> <laughs> yeah makeup I, nail I polish i tell her babe I, we don't have room for all these guys in fact they're all sitting behind my gym right now behind my went bench they're all sitting there they're my spotters yep, they are <laughs> they don't help that much but they look cute <laughs> and your third one hon um nature nature absolutely nature is where it's at you know i love technology but nature you got to get back to nature absolutely yep so do please bear with us you know my wife is just hurting today she misses her family back in california her job is getting harder and harder to deal with the radicals and all the crazies and all the problems i mean they just said that as a company, they're not going to help you fix your problems. So it's it's hard to deal with the totality of being human as a regular person. Oh, it's not even the people so much. It's just basically capitalism. Well, the app. And now we're the cheapest place in town, and everybody in town is coming there, and it's just. And you're feeling overworked much. and undervalued. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah. so bear with us. We're not trying to be hateful. I promise you. So real quick, I want to list the things that uh, heal my soul. Uh, humor, laughter, yeah. minimizing life's harshness through relating to each other. I mean, that's what most stand-up comedians do is they're trying to relate. We laugh at some of the absurdity of life because we can all relate to the same amount of problems. We can relate to losing a sock in the dryer. We can relate to the way we deal with people. We can relate to a lot of things. And so um, I find humor and laughter to be so important yeah, when it does. comes to just healing the soul. You got to, you know, it's a good form of commiseration where we commiserate with each other, where we yeah. laugh and cry together. Yes, it is. You know, yeah. This one's going to sound funny, but uh, payback. Oh, I love me some oh, payback. It- yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I have written here, payback, equality, political and social progress. Watching jerks lose or eat shit. 
Mm-hmm. And I have in parentheses pharma bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Trump. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Trump. I hope he fucking goes to prison. Criminal son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they love this person, they take they take their fucking moral cues from this Jack Weed. What I is know. that? I, yeah. And I don't claim to be Christian? Well, and the thing is, too, they're the the law and order party, but when the law does its job, when it's something they don't like, then they're all against it. Right. Everything's conditional. Oh, God. And that's what I mean, is that they feel inherently superior to us all because of their wealth, because of their affluence. And that's what I mean about those shitty attitudes that are fostered by wealth. Like, I got nothing against a wealthy person in and of itself, but if those wealthy attitudes are creating elitism... And harsh attitude towards regular people, then uh, no, you can cram it. <laughs> yeah. And then here, what heals my soul is uh, nostalgia. I call it yeah. nostalgia fuel. Old movies, Goonies, Superman with Christopher Reeve, old school games like Super Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong, older music. Carry on my wayward son. Hope I don't get a copyright strike because I know that was spot on. (laughs) (laughs) 80s music, 90s music, angsty music, anything that takes me back to the good old days or childhood. And that's what I mean is that a lot of conservatives, they just want to be traditional. They've they've Trojan horsed all this horrible shit into it. But I don't think all conservatives necessarily are bad people when I think of Jody. I don't think that she's all those wicked things, but she certainly doesn't seem to, to, to you know, fight against some of the Trojan horse stuff. Some of the stuff that gets sneaked in under the radar. Yeah. It's like, good grief. I, I know, know you're better than that. So why do they let it happen? I don't get it. Because they don't pay attention. Yeah. Uh, there it is. Yeah. That's it. Next up, I have here understanding and commiserating with each other. I just love understanding. That's the thing that gets me through work. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, making up with people, uh, uh, patience, and making time for one another, finding ways to accept our differences, social progress, uh, laws change, and attitudes shift over time. And that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to pile on to the hatred out there in the in the, in the the media sphere. We want to talk about these things in a real way. You know... Uh, I don't find it necessarily a good idea to continually pile on all day, every day when it comes to politics. Yeah. But I do feel like we have to call it out and we do have to call it a hypocrisy and we do have to call out things in our culture that need improving. But at the end of the day, I love me some getting along. I love when we can uh, laugh and cry and commiserate together. Understanding is where it's all about. And that's, I think, the problem with a lot of people today is that they're just they're not willing or not mature enough to learn how to relate and understand one another yeah definitely yeah another thing that uh heals my soul socioeconomic progress better jobs better pay shitty corporations paying for their open hate like chick-fil-a and hobby lobby all these Mm -hmm. fucking narcissistic yeah. Well, there's a um, a cross stitch group that I'm in on Facebook, uh-huh. and they, in their rules, you are forbidden to mention Hobby Lobby. 
<laughs> and I love that because there's so many. There's another group that I'm in, and apparently Hobby Lobby mm. just had a big clearance on all this cross stitching stuff, and everybody's uh, posting their hauls, and they're like, "Nope, can we're you not say HB." You can say or H- HL. Or you can say HL, but only if it's in context of like fuck them. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know the thing is, is that. I think capitalism and corporatism has gone too far. They've inherited all the wealth, which means they've inherited all the power. And so all we're trying to do is rein it back, rein it back, rein it back to a time when human beings could get a good job or find a good, decent wage. At the end of the day, I want to be able to to have regular citizens start a company based on their skill, their passion, and have it not fail because there's 87 Walmarts within a block of your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And so I have here, uh, to kind of cross the T and dot the I, progress in society becoming more fair and open-minded. Social progress, you guys, uh, it's important. And it's not just important for uh, lefties. It's important for all of society. We cannot get better if we can't identify what in the fuck is going wrong. And so this is not me trying to pile on. This is me trying to say, hey, a lot of our problems could be solved if we had a two-party system where both parties, A, agreed on what the problem is, and B, found solutions. So long as we have an anchor Pulling up progress back, we're going to continually be stuck in the muck and the mire of bullshittery. Yeah. We can't have that. Nope. Somehow we got to convince these fools to fucking understand what's right for building a strong middle class. That doesn't mean I'm anti-factory. I just think that we've we've destroyed the earth enough. We got enough shit. Now let's just kind of calm down a little bit. Maybe make it... You know, a little bit more sustainable. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. Another thing that heals Brian's soul is learning, improvement, getting yeah. better, incremental progress. Yeah. Reading about science, reading about futurism, fitness, betterment. Uh, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, it, it feels like people don't really care much about enrichment, enrich, enriching their lives. What do you think about that? I think it's absolutely true. Like, it's even, and it's always been this way, like, people get ridiculed because they're nerds, or because they want to read, or because they want to learn, and that's that's the opposite of how it should be. You should be encouraged to learn new things, and enrich yourself with knowledge. Well, I do feel that we're less harsh on nerds and nerd culture now. Yeah, I agree. And even, there's a lot of what we call... Cool nerds, where they're attractive mm-hmm. athletes, but they're also nerdy. I, I think of Henry Cavill. He builds his own computers. He's into a bunch of nerdy shit. He just happens to be handsome and buff. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. Because yeah. he's making not only celebrity culture feel less douchey, but he's also making uh, nerd culture feel more right. cool. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So he's he's my, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a good man. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell. Yeah. Another thing that is a salve to Brian's soul that heals the soul, music, but more specifically, metal. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like, I mean, think about when you have a bad day, 
You know, there's nothing better than turning on Seek and Destroy it's so by Metallica. cathartic, yes. You're like, yeah! yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, enough said. I don't got much more on that. Whether I'm sad or happy or pissed off or yeah. whatever, it's all... Metal never depresses no. me. No, it doesn't. You know, I love a good sad song. The 90s were full of sad songs, and I love it, too. But some days I can't listen to Chris Cornell Euphoria, Euphoria yeah. Morning because it's so damn depressing Mm -hmm. um but when i need a little bit of a pep in my step whether i'm angry or sad or fine uh metal always seems to bring it it does you know yeah uh next i have movies and music that help you be brave and stay strong but wise and kind at the end of the day i mean that's what um movies and tvs are for to inspire to, to, to help us uh, be brave in adversity. At the end of the day, if, if, if superhero movies or uh, political uh, dramas or dramas help you do that, uh, movies, you know, kind of like a, a hand, hands made tale. It's trying to teach women, hey, you've got rights. You don't have to put up with this shit. And I'm, I'm like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, anything that kind of helps our society move the needle forward in progress and best practices. Yeah. But I love me some movies. Oh, Star Trek? Don't even get me started. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then I have here family and friends. It's easy to be over people these days. There's so many uh, misguided folks out there, immature, misguided, immature people. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. No name calling, just misguided and immature. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, family and friends is where it's at. You know, I just told my family and friends, uh, thank you guys for caring. You know, we're going through chemo and radiation for my mom. I can't lose my mom, you know? And so at the end of the day, us older folks that are dealing with a lot of health problems, medical issues, and etc., cetera, uh, we depend on good friends and family. It, we depend on wisdom. We depend absolutely on kindness. Yeah, for sure. You know? And there's not enough of it these days. There's so. not enough of it going around. That's okay. why I don't want to be misconstrued for being hateful. Just that sometimes you got to get things off your chest. Which brings me to the very next one. Trash talk and getting things off your chest. Not <laughs> to hurt people, but to find clarity, catharsis, and humor in life. You know, little trash talk goes a long way. I wouldn't recommend doing it to their face. It's not meant to hurt people. But when you need to talk a little shit... Do it. It's mm-hmm. good for the soul, man. At the end of the day, I'm all about it, man. I talk some mean trash, but I don't do it to their face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Same. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely hey, same. <laughs> t- you know, it's trash talk is, you know, it's human. It's natural. Yeah. You know, is. then I have here open mindedness, open door policy, people helping each other up. Rather than keeping each other down. At the end of the day, good grief. Like I said, we've been at this shit for two years. Not Nobody has learned anymore to be charitable, to help, to want to help, to create a sense of community. They, you know, we've got a handful of really, really good, strong people in this world, like Brian Tyler Cohen, Bo the Fifth Column. But they don't rely on tips. They rely on being monetized through YouTube. Yeah. If they were getting paid through YouTube, they would make a red fucking penny why because nobody wants to help each other anymore speak on that well it's it's a combination of don't and can't 
And well, yeah, I get that. Because things are so but hard these days, dumb. but it's, well, yeah. If I had a million people pitching a, a penny, I'd yeah. be doing all right. Yeah, I know. Uh, but people don't so, care yeah. anymore. It's Yeah. And they don't care. And, and they want to so, they they genuflect. They want to talk, well, what about my problems? I'm, well, and they're, they're, most of them, their problems hmm. are valid because shit sucks sure. these days. It's, it's hard. Get, it's hard. I get, agree. It's hard to get out of your own head. But you know in what? Order to pay I've attention. always learned that when I'm hurting, I love helping others when I'm hurting. When I don't have money, I still contribute a dollar to to my favorite causes. At the end of the day, yeah, I know. You know, we don't get out of this mess unless we help each other out. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's true. And so the last thing I have here, uh, emotional wins. Anytime justice is served and tyranny is thwarted. You know, like when Trump lost the election, I'm like, ha ha, motherfucker, fuck your feelings. <laughs> yeah, <going."> exactly. That's <laughs> true. It helps. It, it definitely helps. Yeah. And then I've got little things like Star Trek, uh, superheroes. I already talked about that. And geeking. I love teching and geeking. Geeking for me is like, ooh, like I just bought a Bluetooth speaker for, for the for my mom's car because her stereo's broken and we're taking her over to chemo every day i'm like well we need music dude this is not working out yeah and and since we can't yet afford to um get her you know stereo f- looked at and fixed i just bought a cheap little bluetooth speaker but uh you know i spend half hour to an hour geeking on it looking mm-hmm. at the build quality looking at the specs i just love geeking i love yeah. teching mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun yeah, for me fun. yeah yeah so that's what we got. That's what we're we're all done. We're at the end of our list. Uh, we've got one more thing to talk about, and that is uh, the article that you have. Uh, please set it up, babe. Well, it is from Healthline. Um, seven ways to achieve emotional catharsis without having a meltdown. Yeah, and it's just—it's kind of funny. She's she has this little story here where she she took a, a screwdriver away from her two-year-old. And she screamed like a, a banshee for five minutes, but then fell asleep for the next 12 hours. All right. And then she said, I, on the other hand, had swallowed my disappointment over a botched Starbucks order three hours earlier and still felt its pressure on my throat. <laughs> so it's just the importance of just letting that stuff out instead of hanging on to things. Yeah, don't bottle it You have it to up. be able to it be, it's Well, cathartic. that's what this episode is. We're not trying to pile on. We're just getting it out, getting it off our chest. You know, when you bottle things up, things get worse. Yeah, and it just kind of says that, you know, the the definition of catharsis is the purging of emotions. The purging of emotions. And it's just seven ways to kind of do that. Right, go for it, So let's go. First one is move your body. Take Mm -hmm. a walk. Go for a run. Do jumping jacks. Anything. Actually, it says anything you might see a juiced up six-year-old doing. (laughs) <laughs> can be an outlet for negative emotions. <laughs> Absolutely. Movement is key. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm dealing with the torn rotator cuff here. So I'm doing my exercises for my shoulder, but um, I'm raring to go back into my fitness. But I can't because my shoulder's not quite there yet. But, yeah, I mean, just the dopamine rush, the getting all those bad chemicals out, the getting, you know, it's just, yeah. It, it just goes without saying. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, the second one is progressive muscle relaxation, which actually is the, the tensing muscles and then relaxing them. Oh, so it, yeah. it's kind of you put that energy into it and then you just let I it out. I so agree. I call that, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I call that my own uh, body centrism where you, you, you flex and you stretch and you just, 
you just hang out with yourself for 10, 15 yeah. minutes. You lay on the floor or you can do it in bed. I do it oftentimes at night. That's why you think like I'm a Mexican jumping bean is because honestly, I'm, the, I'm doing my stretches. Honestly, the, the mm. no, uh, we're not sponsored. The purple mattress, I don't even notice. Well, that's good. So Yeah. <laughs> Purple mattress is good. It's where it's at. <laughs> it <is. laughs> but yeah, no, I totally agree that um yeah, you the uh there's a you know, you when you get things, when you move your body and you squeeze and you flex and you do all these things, you you strengthen your vessels, you strengthen your nerves, you strengthen the mind-body connection, and only good things can come from it. Yeah, and it it ends that part mm-hmm. of it. It's it's kind of a good point. Physical energy and mental energy are so enmeshed that using your body to burn energy has the bonus side effect of releasing emotional tension. That's it. That's totally. Very true. And I do it every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number three, make some noise. Screaming into your pillow is an obvious and accessible option. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck it. It can help. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever actually done that, screamed into your pillow, it's it's a good release. Absolutely. absolutely well, and helps. that's why, you know, today I was like hoping that we could put on a show and get all that shit out. But, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it's halfway working. Is it halfway working? It's kind of working. Well, I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that means, I mean, <clears throat> getting it out, making noise, singing, yelling, yeah. you know, whatever. Screaming, yelling. Uh, yeah. I mean, when I was in acting, we used to do the weirdest things. Ha! Ha ha! You know we sound like Tina. Ha, ha, <laughs> you know, but I mean, you you do these things, these body exercises, and they're not only good for your voice because I I I do vo- you 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 see mm-hmm. I do voice training before we start the episode. I do this thing where I go, and I do that to clear out my throat, but. But it also make, it feels good too. I yeah. feel mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel better afterwards. Absolutely, it's a voice training. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, number four, purge your words. Telling your story either by writing it down or speaking it aloud is known to leave us feeling cleansed. Reminds me of uh, <laughs> that movie we used to watch, uh, Couples Retreat. I know my truth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. What does so, that mean? Babe? It just means either you know talking, <clears throat> journaling storytelling yeah. writing it down just kind of putting things into words kind of help it getting your emotions put into tangible actionable words mm-hmm. so that you can take action against or for or towards the things that you need to do yeah yeah okay next one act out on inanimate objects <laughs> like i say kicking trees and kicking grass <laughs> right, exactly <laughs> So as far as acting out on inanimate objects, um, there can be added release in burning the written expression of your emotions. Or maybe you know someone doing home renovations who would let you in on the demolition. (laughs) I did that once when I was in my youth. I was a teenager. I... We, there was a uh, Miller's Outpost. Remember Miller's Outpost? I do remember that. But we were turning a Miller's Outpost into a pet store. I think it was Petco or one of those. And uh, we had to tear down a bunch of shit, and mm-hmm. that was satisfying as hell. I got yeah. paid to have fun. To break shit, it was, right? It was the greatest. Yeah. yeah. And even here, it says, imagine throwing or smearing paint on a canvas or digging into clay with all of your strength. Even some furious pencil sketching could provide a cathartic outlet. I don't know why, but now I'm thinking about the big Lebowski, Maude Lebowski. <laughs> she's, fly- she's naked, <laughs> flying, doing her painting. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> Well, it works. Yeah. Yep. Um, number six, breathe fire. 
Breath of Fire is a yoga breathing technique for building up to rapid, forceful breaths in order to cleanse and calm. How does that so, work, I wonder? It it doesn't actually give an actual way to do it. Um, well, here, let's look it up. It says, when facilitated by a professional, the technique involves music, controlled breathing, and creative expression. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so I, I'm curious what Breath of Fire is. So I found kind of a yoga lady... Uh, her name is, uh, Katie Morton on YouTube, and she's going to teach us the breath of fire. So hold on, you guys. Okay, here we go. She's going to teach us the breath of fire. And it comes from kind of a yogic breath. If any of you have done yoga before, they'll call this breath of fire. I know it sounds kind of intense, but don't worry. It's not that scary. And this is kind of a belly breath. You're actually doing it. They call it belly breathing, but we're using our diaphragm to kind of push the air out our mouth. And the funny thing with this is we don't even have to think about inhaling because it happens automatically. And so I'm just going to run you through the first little chunk because they say when you first start doing this, you shouldn't do it for more than 15 seconds. And you should... Um, as you continue to do it, you can increase the amount of time you do it by, you know, three to five seconds each time until you can do it for a full minute. So let's not do it for a minute. We're just going to do it for 15 seconds, right? We want to build up. We don't want to overwhelm our bodies. Even if you're feeling really tired, it's almost like too much is not better. Okay. So we'll do 15 seconds of this together and then we'll, you know, notice how we feel. Okay. So here we go. to start breathing naturally afterwards back to your normal breath and I know it can feel kind of intense and a lot of so I have some patients who said well you know it brings too much awareness to what's going on in my body but it can really make us feel invigorated it gives you a lot of energy because what you're really doing when you're breathing out the air and breathing in really quick is we're flushing our body with fresh oxygen so our blood is pumping it's replenishing areas that get a little stagnant and it's, it's waking us up Okay, so yeah, I mean, yeah. and so I, I look at it, yeah, it's, it's it's getting out all the old stuff, and you're getting rid of lactic acid, and uh, and uh, yeah, it, it's cathartic, and that's what I mean is that you have to learn ways to uh, control your body in such a way where you're getting a cathartic release, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. So good stuff. Yeah, it is. So number seven, last way, last thing is get cathartic the old-fashioned way. Scholars believe Aristotle meant for catharsis to occur in the context of viewing drama acted out on stage. So in these modern times, watch a movie or binge a series with intense drama, tragedy, or nefarious behavior. You may find that your own grief, anger, or dark fantasies are released as you sympathize with the emotions of fictional characters. Oh, absolutely. I do that with Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I still get something from it. Yeah. And, and there's so many movies like um, Fight Club for me. Yeah. There's all these YouTube channels, Why Men Like Fight Club. I like Fight Club because it's a bunch of, it's a giant fuck you to modern yeah. living. Yes, it is. I mean, it, it, it empowers regular working people. And yeah. um doesn't mean that I'm necessarily a big fan of the violence, mm -hmm. but I do like sort of just, you know, the sticking it to the man kind of quality about it. Yeah. It's cathartic. It is. For me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. 
So that was that. That was the seven ways to get catharsis. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the point of my my thinking today about this episode is that I want people to start thinking more um, mindfully about how they can uh, grab and, 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 and attain control over their feelings and, and to live their life in such a way where we're getting something from it. I have a feeling that modern technology sometimes takes us away from what's real. We that can, doesn't mean we yeah. can't use technology, but if we if we use it too much and we don't connect with you know nature around us or or what's really going on, uh, we you know there's days where I can't be uh, I can't you know I can't come down. I'm just like I'm incorrigible, and I'll watch Goonies and it does nothing for me. I'm like ooh, I got a bad case, you know. <laughs> So, in other words, my point is, is that some days these things are very helpful, where other times they're mm-hmm. not. And when yeah. they're not, that means, okay, well, there's really something going on, Brian, and you better uh, find what's what's eating at you. And I think what always eats at me is probably the same that that's eating a lot of people, is that we're just trying to get a world that feels more real, more yeah. genuine, and, and that doesn't just reward shallow shitty entitled behaviors but also rewards goodness kindness fairness and diplomacy yeah definitely you know yeah Yeah. that's absolutely it you got anything else for us babe not not really just it's just it's good to know the things that kind of bring you down and know the things that can help you up out of that yeah, because you know, at the during this whole show, you can't tell you guys, but she's sitting here looking pretty fucking over it, and I'm like, babe, this. I, I was hoping this would, you know, kind of get you out of it, but it it doesn't seem to work. Be working. Do you feel? But like, like you said, sometimes things don't work. Sometimes and, they don't always. And it has some. It definitely yeah. has some. So. Well, and and the point was not to pile on or be hateful or mm-hmm. be negative, but the point is is that human beings re- require catharsis and sometimes that requires a very you know mindful uh, uh way of addressing our emotional and mental needs at the end of the day sometimes you know it's not enough to just sit and do nothing sometimes we have to actively participate in lowering our stress or lowering our anger or doing some kind of breathing or controlled movements in such a way and i call that you know uh, sometimes we call it ceremony or ritual. We mm-hmm. need ceremony and ritual sometimes to feel attuned with who we really are and what we're trying to be. And at the end of the yeah. day, when you don't feel valid, you don't feel valuable in our culture, it can really take its toll on you. And so at the end of the day, um, try your best, you guys, not to compare and contrast one another. At the end of the day, we're all unique. We're all special. And uh, I know that sounds hokey, but at the end of the day, I mean, sometimes you just got to realize that you don't want to keep up with the Joneses. Live life to the beat of your own drum. And if you're not scratching that itch of feeling a genuine connection to your life, you know, figure out what's wrong and, and try to address it. Only you yeah. can solve the riddle of the key that's locking up your problems. Yeah. You true. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been one big, long two-hour episode. I'm losing my voice. And I guess, you know, today, going through my mom's chemo, feeling 
like people don't want to help you in your time of need. We're becoming a society of angry, hateful, immature people, and uh, we do we don't seem to rise to the challenge of being bigger, better, yeah. more mature, more sensible. At the end of the day, just a bunch of fucking American crybaby bullshit. And so I thought, what a better way to talk about catharsis, talk about our emotional needs than to, you know, sort of get them all out in the open. So please don't look at this as our big old hatreds. It's, it's just... There are things that pile up over time inside of your psyche that you got to get out. And uh, yeah. there are ways in which we have to um, extinguish those fires before they become giant explosions, if you will. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know. But do you have anything else, babe? I know you're kind of having a little bit of a rough day. You want to maybe speak on that and, and, and perhaps uh, tell people why you're feeling it. Well, just life. I mean, what's going on with your mom, mm-hmm. my parents being far away, Yeah, my job is sucking it out of me, and yeah. just... And not feeling enough um, appreciation, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. that's what I mean, is that we're the unsung heroes, you guys. Middle class working people feel like they work the hardest and get the least from it. <laughs> so at the end of the day, yeah. we all have to find ways of catharsis, uh, and I've talked about ceremony and ritual. We all have to have certain rituals and ceremonies to to practice uh, ways of being more mindful. For me, it's running. For me, it's, uh, you know, weight training. But, uh, you know, whatever works for you, you know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. Anything else, babe? Nope. Well, well, thank you guys so very much for uh, listening to us uh, go on and on and on. I'm losing my voice. I can barely, I can barely talk. (laughs) But I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just so very grateful for my friends. I'm so grateful for my audience. I'm so grateful for you, babe. And um, yeah, when I'm feeling emotionally over it, it's different than depression. Your soul hurts. And when people aren't kind to each other it just makes you want to give up on life and on the world and uh and that can perpetuate hateful attitudes and we don't want that we don't want to perpetuate more problems in the world we want to try to make the world a better place and the best way we can do that is to talk open and freely about it so i apologize for sort of piling on to our conservative friends Uh, and brothers and sisters out there but uh, all I would say you guys is if you're conservative and you're traditionally minded uh, start thinking about the totality of what you want in this world do you really want autocracy fascism and lying or do you just want old school values to return because if that's what you want then you better start holding your own party and your own self accountable that's all yeah you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that we're perfect. Liberals are far from perfect. Shit, they got a lot to work on, too. But at the end of the day, I just think uh, we all would be better off if we would learn to reflect once in a while instead of overreact. And we just live in a culture and society that just loves pounding each other to death without thinking about our, uh, you know, our part in that. If we could find a way to reflect rather than genuflect, we're all going to be a little bit better off, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. 
So when I talk about genuflecting, what I mean is, is that we show all this loyalty and allegiance to capitalism. We show all this loyalty and allegiance to Trumpism. We show all this loyalty and allegiance. And hey, you know, I'm not a radical, but we've got to show a little bit of, you know, we've got to have a little bit of attitude in this life if you're going to get through. And you you got to know when to be, you know, when when to fit in and when to be a little bit of a, a radical. you got to know yeah. where to draw the line. And uh, like I said, at the end of the day, our society gets better when we sort of keep it in line collectively. And uh, you, when you bend the knee to rules and laws that don't make a lot of sense, it's just going to perpetuate. So we create a better world together. That's what it's all about. We're trying. That's right. (laughs) So thank you guys so very much. Uh, If you like what we're doing, you can help us in a couple of ways. You can share the show and podcast, whether it be the YouTube uh, show uh, uh, that's at Chef Bride Comedy, or you can share the podcast with your friends on social media. That's number one. Number two, you can help us out on Patreon. Come on over to Patreon forward slash Chef Bride Comedy for as little $3. You can uh, get all kinds of perks and you help us out by building up infrastructure and by trying to build up a bigger, kinder, empath tribe of people who want to create a community that helps each other. We can't stay indifferent to each other's hopes and dreams forever. And then lastly, yeah, while you're on the YouTube space, come on over to Chef Bright Comedy. We're going to be putting out all kinds of fun goodies there uh, once we help my mom kick cancer's butt. But we're going to be basically doing a YouTube show slash podcast there called Chef Bride's Food for Thought, as well as a lot of conversations that uh, really get to the heart of what it means to be living in the modern world today. We talk about things in a mature sensible way but we like to have a little fun as well be silly and fun loving and goofy and all that so that's what it's all about so if you want to help come on over and just simply subscribe simply subscribe to my uh, youtube channel it's called chef bright comedy and uh, we're really not here to uh, perpetuate hate in our society we're here to create better outcomes for all people, regardless of who you are, and to just make the world feel like a better, kinder place. You know, we're living in tough times. They don't need to be this tough. We can make them easier if we just worked together, helped each other out, and yeah. just grow the fuck up and quit being so hurtful and hateful to each other. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks to you guys. We will be back next week. This Uh, will likely be a two-part episode. I'll break it into two pieces uh, and then you can listen at your heart's content. Thank you guys so very much for your friendship and support over the years. And uh, yeah, thanks for just thanks for being a friend and thank you for not, you know, judging us critically. We don't judge you. So please don't judge us. We're just being human. That's all it's about. And it's just about creating better outcomes in our society. You know what I'm saying, babe? Yeah, for sure. That's all. It's not about hate. It's not, not about hate. It's about catharsis. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.